0: hello and welcome to the vancast i'm your host graham eels and today i'm with mike how you doing mike
1: hey graham i'm doing really good thanks so, much so for having me
0: no problem man i'm happy you came it's nice that i can still do this at a distance you know it's nice we have technology that makes it compatible for me yeah, yeah, for sure. So you're a musician. You're a special type of musician. You're in a type yep. of music that not a lot of people are are as familiar with. So what, what type of music are you into?
1: Yeah, um, metal would be the easy answer. Um, and I play in a few different bands, uh, which are a few different subgenres of metal. So um, the biggest one would be death metal, but then I also play... Um, some black metal and uh, alternative metal, which are all just kind of...
0: What's the difference between those types of metal?
1: Yeah, so metal is like its own little world. Um, There's a a bunch of different subgenres, and we could get into like a really long discussion of what the different subgenres are. Uh, and In the end, we wouldn't even agree on it because everybody (laughs) argues about it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Basically, death metal... Uh, what is, like, is kind of the biggest genre that, that I play with, like most of my projects revolve around, um, is characterized by usually like low guttural vocals, not always, but um, that's kind of uh, what a lot of bands do. So it's like that kind of like monster, cookie monster voice, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, as well as like obviously distorted guitars, um, which are featured like all over metal. Um, death metal is usually like down tuned guitars as well. Um, So you're usually playing in like a lower register. Uh, And then as well, like the drums are usually very technical and fast. I mean, not always fast. Like it's it's kind of hard to describe because there's so many like discussions about what actually fits in each genre. But usually in the death metal that I play, at least uh, the drums are very fast and technical um, and they incorporate things called blast beats, um, which is just a certain technique um, where basically instead of actually... Instead of actually hitting the the drums on like the primary beat of like the two and the four or the or the one and the three, the drummer's actually just completely blasting. Um, so it would sound like a instead of like a poo ka ka, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit more it's yeah. way more intense. It seems like it basically has the overall it needs to be intense, hype, loud, epic. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that that's like a very big recurring theme. There, there there is metal that uh like tones it down. Um like doom metal um or like atmospheric metal is a lot more chill, a lot more relaxed. And what is tu- um, tuning it down? Cuz I feel like it only goes down a little bit. Oh, I mean like toning down the energy. Yeah, like lots of lots of um, like doom bands actually play in a really slow tempo. Um so like a lot of metal is played really, really fast, and so it's always kind of pushing that boundary of intensity. Uh, and like, it, it's also really technical music as well. So a lot of bands like try and compete with each other on like how fast you can play and how technical it can be. Um, but there definitely are other bands that kind of go the opposite way um, and actually just try and play as slow as possible, or, or like kind of get in like an almost hypnotic feel, um, where instead of like being constantly go go go, you're actually kind of chilling out and like letting the music kind of like wash over you. Like a Zen kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like, especially uh, like atmospheric metal or atmospheric black metal it uses a lot of almost like rec- repetitive and like hypnotic um, techniques that kind of just like lull the listener into it. And it, it creates like a really cool atmosphere. Um, and it, it, I, while I love all that like side of metal, what I tend to play uh, and what I find the most fun to play is sort of more of the the, the faster and the more technical stuff. Because it takes a little bit more skill, too, when you're moving so fast around. Yeah, exactly. And and that was, like, really the biggest thing that got me into the music. Um, like, when, when I first heard, like, even, like, ACDC when I was a young kid, like, hearing the guitars and, like, the drums and just how, how much energy the music had and how, like, technical they were being, like, all guitar solos... Blew me away, um, so that's that's really what drew me into the music, and like, I just kind of went down a rabbit hole after that of just going into so many more bands um, and just kind of like finding new bands that did cooler and better things and played their instruments like to the highest of their ability.
0: You must have started at a very young age.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I-, I was thinking about this the other day. I think I was about. I want to say 10, um, 10 years old, probably when my dad showed me ACDC. And that was just like such a life defining moment. Uh, I can clearly remember sitting in the basement of my house and having my dad put on uh, Back in Black, which is ACDC record. Yeah. And uh, the first song on that record is Hell's Bells, and it's still burned into my brain of like, the very first time hearing that, and just being like totally amazed, because I never heard anything like it. Uh, and that same year, I asked my parents for an electric guitar, uh, and they gave me like a really basic kit for Christmas and never really stopped since then.
0: that's awesome. with 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 death metal, there's a lot of like talk about because like they're all like badass. there's a lot of like satanists and like, Death warship, and all this, like the <laughs> devil and shit, is that is yeah. that very prevalent or is that kind of just BS? I mean,
1: so it's it's complicated. Um, like every stereotype is is there for a reason. Um, really, what what my like what my opinion of it is is that metal is in its essence a rebellion. Uh, and it's a counterculture and it addresses taboo topics so a, a big part of it and a big thing that kind of like, like drew me further into the genre past the technicality of the music was just how it's a totally free world to talk about what you want to like express your views uh, and to talk about things that we don't usually talk about like death or war religion satan Um, and not like, of course, I I can't speak for every metal band. There are some really out there bands that, that that do like shocking things and they earn that reputation. Um, but uh, I think it's safe to say that most metal heads and most metal bands don't, don't fully believe, you know, like in what they, in what they say. There's yeah, interviews. And they're not and
0: they're not holding rituals of
1: dead babies
0: no. and sucking blood from goats' necks and yeah it's just no
1: no it's it's it, it goes back to like Alice Cooper even who had just adopted this stage presence of like of the shock factor right yeah so it's yeah it's 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 a shock factor and it's also kind of like a, a rebellion um, it's
0: anti-establishment. It's like, you guys are all sitting there with your, oh, people don't have sex. No, blowjobs don't happen, you know?
1: And then exactly. they're coming
0: out here like, sex is real. The devil, there's the devil. There. It's basically like, open your fucking eyes to reality kind of thing.
1: Totally, man. Totally. And it's, yeah, it, that, that's how it all started, right? And like, in when, it, when metal was first getting going, like, rebelling against the church. And like, there, there were huge movements of parents who just absolutely hated, like, kiss and like, Like Alice Cooper and all these bands that were doing like out there things and they thought like it was poisoning their kids brains Uh, and they were just like so terrified of it that and and that kind of just fueled the fire really of like and and that's that's why it works right like shocking things work because it pisses people off and it it attracts attention right. And especially when Um, it's a
0: kid that wants to piss off their parents their uber
1: conservative parents are like let's go
0: to this (laughs) this freaking concert.
1: Yeah, I- exactly, man. But it, it, at the same time, though, underlying that there is also like a, a very authentic, um, like an authentic truth behind all of that, like rebellion, all that like extreme views and ex- like out there opinions. Um, there is like a really cool thing about metal is that like it does kind of. It, it almost gives you like the villain's point of view, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Yeah, like it's it's not all the world isn't all like sunshine and rainbows, and there is messed up shit out there, and there is like uh, there is like crime and 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 murder and whatever. And metal is not afraid to just to talk about like all of the fucked up shit that goes on in the world and and actually address it and give like a stage to for people to talk about it or to attract attention to like certain uh, political movements that are going on in the world and that the artist has an opinion about. Um, And and so it, it, there is that outlying layer of like, oh my God, this is an extreme sub world and like, don't let your kids near it and all that. But like underneath all that, I think there is really a truth to it, which is, um, just kind of like a, a different world where people can express, you know, like what they actually feel, what they're interested in, and um, it's it's an outlet. It's
0: like an open platform for alternate views to the consensus of the general population.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, and and metal is is such a big genre too. There's tons of bands who don't even touch. Well, like, yeah, there's tons of bands who don't really touch Satanism or violence or murder or anything like that. They talk about normal things or they they talk about love or they talk about, you know, like, common topics. Um, It's really just such a huge world. And it it does have those stereotypes that I feel really, that, like, sometimes hold it back and and people, like, in my generation are hesitant to get into it. And, like, growing up, I, I only had one other friend at my school really that liked this music and like we bonded so much over it, but it was just it it does kind of have that reputation, you know, that um that I think holds people back from it. And it's it has it's, a it's,
0: horrible stigma. It has a really yeah, bad stigma.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And in my opinion that, that sucks because I would love more people to be into it. Um but
0: that's why we have podcasts you can tell people what it's really about.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then more people will get into
0: it, you know, like I'm already it's opening my mind because I came into this like freaky screaming into the mic just for two minutes straight. You know, just like the classic wearing the horns on stage, like kissing a girl, throwing her off the stage, breaking my guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But as like you're showing me, there's all these different genres. it's, It's like it's not just always about crazy, upbeat, intense. They can slow it down. So that's very cool. And so what separates, in your opinion, good, like well sounding, well put together metal compared to kind of crappy metal?
1: Yeah, it's it's totally based on opinion. Um, For me, having the technicality in the music is a huge thing. I love to hear bands pushing the boundaries of their instruments, like playing fast, playing complex uh, riffs and, and the guitar is is such an important part of the music um, guitar is the main instrument I play. And so I love to hear bands like come up with new creative riffs or melodic lines or, or try different things on their guitar. Uh, for example, one of my favorite bands is is a band called Revocation. Uh, and the main guitar player from that band is actually a a, a jazz. He went to jazz school. Um, so he's a like professional musician and had studied uh, at, at musician college and everything. Um, and he throws in these like like weird and wacky jazz chords into these super harsh and uh, complex metal songs. And it just adds like a totally unexpected layer to it. Um, And there's so much other other things that go into it. It's it's hard to explain to somebody and like to to people who don't have uh, an already like a foot in the door. Um, It's kind of like the way I think about it is kind of like beer. It's like if you've never tried beer, it's hard to explain the flavor, and it's, tr- it's hard to explain the difference between like an IPA and like a pale ale yeah. or a lager. You know, yeah. um, and like once you've tried it, it's like, oh, that's what a pale ale tastes like. I don't like that. I like an IPA. I like like, you know, it's 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 own little world. Um, well, for, and for
0: for people that listen to metal and are listening to this podcast if you were to create a dream team yeah like who like one squad that's like amazing sounds great who would they be and why
1: Ooh, (laughs) okay this would be fun um man let's think okay so i i have to give like one of my oh man do i choose them yeah i i have to um one of my favorite bands right now is called The Black Dahlia Murder, uh, and one of the, one of the reasons they're my favorite bands is because of their frontman. Um, the singer does like these two techniques where he does like high shrieking and the low sort of guttural vocals. Um, so I would choose him as my, as my vocalist. Um, for drums, I think I would take the drummer from Revocation, that that band that I mentioned earlier, just because they're... That guy Ash has been in so many different bands and so many different projects, uh, and he's a super talented drummer. Um, for guitars, I would have to put one of my one of my favorites from my childhood, uh, James Hetfield, who is the uh, frontman of Metallica. Uh, I would put him on rhythm guitar, um, just for the down picking. And uh, for lead guitar, I would put Marty Friedman, who's also from uh, a big camp band called Megadeth and bass bass let's see i'll put myself on bass <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got to be there experiencing it 100%. oh i i got to play
1: with all these legends
0: do you also <laughs> do you also sing as well
1: i do yeah it's not i don't really practice it like I, it's not really um like something that I really invest a lot of time in, but I, I love doing like backup vocals. Um, in my main project Moonshooter, it's it's a one man band, so I, I do vocals on that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Do you perform?
1: Yep, yep. So I'm I'm still kind of an up and coming musician, and I would love to do more shows. Right now, I've I've we just did our very first one uh, with my band Commandra, uh, and we're a full band, so we we have uh, we're a four piece band. Uh, and the three of us, so there's, there's three guitarists. I'm on bass and there's two, um, two guitarists, uh, as well as a drummer. Um, and the three guitarists all do vocals. Um, so that, that was cool doing live. Um, that was like all of, all of ours, except for the drummer's first show. Uh, and we just had, we had a really good turnout uh, at a bar in downtown. Uh, and it, it was a ton of fun. So I, I can't wait to do more.
0: Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And do you perform by yourself as well?
1: No, I would love to. It it is complicated though because there's so much going on in the music. Um, it's it's not really one of those things you can sit down with like an acoustic guitar or a piano and a microphone and 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 do your thing. It's like, I mean, you could. It, it's just the music would not be the same, right? Like it involves yeah. like drums that. or yeah, drums are critical. Uh, having a couple guitarists is usually nice as well because you bounce off each other yeah. uh, and the bass is super important as well to like fill out the music and it would just be a totally different environment having like one person on stage. I've thought about if it would be possible to have like all the backing music in the background and then just me like playing guitar and doing vocals or something but it would just I think it would be just solid. not the same.
0: Yeah. You gotta have the people on the stage
1: exactly it's such a big part of it is watching the musicians do their thing and watching yeah. them play their instruments
0: yeah there's and- a lot of music these days where it's just some guys standing there going like fist pumping yeah 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 and then that's all he's doing like the whole thing has already been made he's just couldn't play and just like huh, like hit the little thing once or twice weep weep and then that's it
1: yeah yeah man and what, what do you
0: what do you think of that kind of music
1: i love all kinds of music Metal is, is not the only subgenre I'm into, or, or the only genre I'm into. Uh, I, I I love a lot of rap. I listen, um, like I listen to a bunch of different things: country, classical, uh, classic rock, of course, and like a little bit of electronic. And I, I wouldn't say like I know a lot about any of those other genres as I do about metal, but I respect them, and I, I think every type of music has its place it's it it being like a metal It has almost given me an appreciation for every kind of music because people put so much against metal that I'm kind of like always defending it. And now having that point of view, I can kind of like see every other or see other types of genres for what they are and, and respect them for what they do. And I, I, I totally get it. Like I totally understand the appeal of, of the, of, you know, like the, electronic music where it's already like more pre-made it still still takes a ton of talent to make uh True. and there's there's no reason that it just because it doesn't translate the same into a live environment there's no reason to put it down 100 percent, that's the truth
0: there's a little bit of beauty in every single genre like for me it depends what i'm doing you know like if i'm cooking might have a little classical music you know if i'm going yeah. for a workout i might have some like rap if I'm going for just, like, a stroll, I might have some, like, classical, like, like uh, staple it together, like, Jack Johnson or something, you know? It's just, like, you got to mix it up. There's beauty everywhere.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: 100%. So tell me about the band that you're in right now, um, about your members and what you're working on and what you're trying
1: to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I started uh, a a one-man project after leaving university, uh, which is called Moonshooter. And it's it's sort of my, it's been like my main project for the last few years. Um, and I was I was trying to get into a band for so long. I, I jammed with people all through high school and university and I had put out ads and I had I put a lot of effort into trying to find people. Um, and it's just, as I said, it's just so hard to find people my age and people that I can get along with. And we have the same taste and people who are, you know, like, I guess sociable enough to, to be in a band and so I, I jammed with a few people nothing really stuck and so I, I said screw it I'm just gonna start my own thing um, and I did that for a while and then I really wanted to fulfill this childhood dream I have of, of being in a band and so I actually put out um, an ad for people wanting to join Moonshooter and kind of fill out this one-man project and so I put that out, and I got some responses to that, and I had, uh, I had some people like jam out with me and, and whatever. But one of the things that actually came out of that is just kind of getting some exposure. And so this band uh, that was kind of partially made uh, called Commandra actually saw my post for Moonshooter, and they responded being uh, responded to that saying, "Hey, listen, we." We love Moonshooter. We, we like what you do, but we're actually looking for somebody uh, for this project, uh, and we're looking for a bassist. Uh, and I was like, sure, awesome, yeah, let's let's try it out. Uh, and it, it clicked super well. Um, the other guys in the band um, are all about my age. They're um, like super super nice guys, and we, we're all get along really well. Um, and we really just kind of clicked once, like once I met them and, and we started jamming a few times. Um, and so I mentioned like we're a four piece band um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our name's Commander and we're, we're planning on recording a band, a, uh, our first studio album. We were shooting for this summer, but we're not sure if that's going to happen with everything going on now. Um, but we would love to maybe actually get something professionally recorded uh, by the end of this year, or, or maybe going uh, a little bit Ah, uh, past that, um, and yeah, we're we're once things open up again, we're definitely gonna be doing some more shows. Uh, so make sure you look us up. Uh, we're Commandra.
0: <laughs> Sounds good, man. I'll look you up, and you definitely got to get on once you record. You got to get on Spotify or whatever. I heard it's pretty pretty easy to get onto those sort of platforms.
1: Yep, yeah, it's. I, I went through all that when I went uh, when I was launching like my Moonshooter material. Um so that's all on Spotify and Apple Music. Um yeah, it's it's super easy these days, and like people can record and produce and, and do their own thing all from their bedroom. It's um, awesome. Yeah, and it's it's just opened up so much possibility for creativity, and especially during this time where people just don't have anything else to do. Like I've been playing guitar and recording and um writing new songs all the time just because I can and I have the time.
0: Because we it's been Basically, you've just been given this amount of time to just create, and do whatever you want. You know, yeah. some, some people may sleep all day. That's fine. You know, do what you want to do. But if you enjoy making music, you know, being creative, making a podcast, going outside, enjoying time with your family, it's it's like it's a special time right now. It's shitty, obviously, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's beautiful because we have time to do whatever we feel.
1: Yeah, it is a double edged sword, though, because so many touring bands are going through such hard times now where they oh, yeah. kind a of loss of income. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it, like you said, it's kind of, it, it's good that we can be creative, but it's also hard for a lot of bands and a lot of like up and coming bands like us, like we, we've lost out on shows that we were going to do. And we've kind of put things on pause while we're stuck in our, in our rooms, you know?
0: And you can't just like stream live, like the, the big, big performers that that's what they're doing they just go on like instagram live or facebook live and they can just stream which is it's like it's good but at the same time it's it's just it's just basically destroys everyone else that's just trying to make a name for themselves for now yeah but the nice thing is once it comes back people are gonna be irking to get out there and, yeah. and see stuff people oh. are gonna be going nuts
1: i had so many concerts planned and i was so bummed that they all got cancelled um postponed so yeah.
0: or cancelled
1: uh a few of them are postponed a few of them are cancelled yeah um but it's yeah. it, like you said, when you're talking about Instagram and everything though, that that's such a, a big thing nowadays that you have to compete in this online
0: social media hundred percent. Even fucking the president of the United States. That's how he got elected was through Twitter.
1: hmm <laughs> Just <Dude>. tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's how you promote yourself now. It's I I don't know. I, I wish like I wish we were more just going to shows and, and like being a little bit more uh, like authentic for a lack of a better word uh but it's it's just the way of the world like the way of the world now you have worlds changed yeah
0: because if they can't they're like oh oh that's that cool band like oh check out this their name and they like look them up on instagram oh they're not on instagram they don't exist
1: (laughs) yeah or or they look you up and you have like 50 followers or something and they dismiss you like it's such a it's, you need to get people interested in, you know, you need to like show people that there's interest in you and you have it's,
0: to, people won't look if you want them to, they'll only look if they want to. So you yeah. got to like, like sh- show the interest for them. It's like, you got to basically like slap them in the face and just put it right in front of them <laughs> because nope. they're, they're not going to look.
1: It's Nobody crazy. will care until somebody else cares. True. And it's yeah, it's it's tough. Like uh, something I've been trying to do lately is create more videos and create like build that social media. It's just so hard to to compete in like doing paid advertisements and doing things like that. it's it's like kind of just necessary now, and you you have to do it all by yourself without support of a label anymore, or like or support from anybody else. It's all coming out of your pocket, right? And it's just even like to get any interest to do shows or to to get label interest or to get um, like promotion or like news interest, you have to already have that interest there. So it's yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's it's a really competitive industry,
0: but it's fun. Yes, and,
1: and, it's, <laughs> and, it's, and it's all and it's for fun. It. It's yeah. at the end of the day, I'm I'm a still just a fan. I love music and I love other bands, and I'm still just like that kid in my basement like discovering it you know <laughs> like like discovering acdc and like i'll always just be a fan of the music and I, if i have any opportunity to do it professionally or do it like as a side hoppy a, a side hoppy i will absolutely take that
0: well you, d- you just gotta wait and see because there are artists that blow up 25 years into their career yes. like it's insane how it works. It's just one day you wake up and you're like, "What the fuck? I have like two million plays on my song," or you know, it's it's wild and it's it's just it's it's like a random roulette that you're working with. And there's some people that are amazing that'll never make it, and there's some people that are god awful trash that will make it.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, just, it's a mix to...
0: between talent and working hard
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and luck. Yeah and luck yeah timing it's just it's just timing it's having everything together at the right time and meeting the right people and having those those chance encounters where How, you
0: how's the culture like when you're around the sort of people what's the culture like
1: yeah at, at metal shows you mean yeah dude metalheads are some of the friendliest people you'll, you'll ever meet it's it's like there it's kinda like we were talking about before. There is that persona of like when you go to a show, people are gonna be dressed in black, they're gonna, they're gonna meet yeah, they're gonna meet every stereotype you can think of. Like they're gonna be wearing leather and spikes and weird hair colors and piercings, and it's it's again like just that total freedom that the the culture has, right? Like you can wear whatever you want, you can be whoever you are and it's a, it's really accepting like even if you're not into that and you're and like
0: like and if i came to a concert in like khakis and like a golf shirt <laughs> and <laughs>
1: like sweater over my shoulders
0: would, would Dude, people be like what the fuck is this guy no no like <laughs>
1: yeah. nobody i mean like i i think i would be happy bringing you to a show nobody would mess with you nobody's gonna come up and try and fight you and go like dude why are you not dressed in black yeah like no it's 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 whatever it's i've actually
0: heard that 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 metal concerts are they're the most wild but nicest people you'll ever meet yeah knock you over and then they'll pick you up right away
1: absolutely if if you're in the mosh pit it doesn't matter if you're like if you're wearing khakis you're you're gonna be running around (laughs) you're gonna be having a blast and exactly as you said like if you get pushed down on a mosh pit, people aren't just trampling over you. Like people look out for one another. They know it's like a, uh, they know it's like something sort of dangerous that they're doing. So they're gonna look out for your people. They they want everybody to have fun. Everybody's there to just enjoy the music. Uh, and mosh pits are awesome. Like they're they so much fun. I was terrified of them originally.
0: I I uh, I liked mosh pits until. I saw some guy get jumped by six people in the mosh pit, and I'm like, you know what? I'm uh, I'm gonna take take away and not go yeah. in these mosh pits anymore. Cause like, there's yeah. guys that will literally just like blindside you and crank you across the face, and you're just like out cold in the mosh pit. Like, there's kids that go to these things. Like, I I haven't gone to like metal, but like raves, like a lot of the hip hop, like ghetto, like rap hip hop. Yeah, guys are just out there to jump people or like knock somebody out, and it scares the shit out of me.
1: Yeah, I've seen fights and stuff at, at shows. There is, like, if you're going to see, uh, I don't know, a, a band like Cannibal Corpse or, or Slayer or, or like, bands that draw, kind of, like, it depends on what audience the, the band will draw. Yep. I have right. been in, in, in shows where it's, like, I bet the front row and, like, all around me are, like, bald, 250-pound white guys and it's like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like going in the mosh pit and i'm like i'm like holy just get me out of here i cannot compete against guys like three times my size that are just throwing their body around um
0: and they're probably uh, on some drugs too there's got to be a heavy amount of drugs with any concert
1: with any concert the that's another stereotype that I, i think is like exaggerated that that's one my family like loves to use like ah oh, 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 metalheads are are druggies and and that but uh, I don't it's just it's the same like what what do you expect like you go to a rap show and every it's the exact concert. same yeah it's no different it's not you go to
0: like Adele there's someone there on Molly like yeah,
1: yeah. it's just Ex- it's
0: just how it is these days exactly they go hand in hand
1: yeah. um, and yeah, it, like you can just, but you can just do whatever you want. You know, like it's not, I'm a huge metalhead. I'm not, I'm not druggy at all. Like I, I, I love to drink and whatever, but it's, I've never been forced or like exposed to like any of this. Well, it's, it's such a generalization.
0: You know, people yeah. do that a lot. They, they generalize. They, 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 le- they look at one aspect of you and then they're like, well, that connects you, you know, Charles Manton listened to death metal. You must be a freaking serial <laughs> killer. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's just a hobby. Yeah. But a part of your personality.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it's, I, it sucks that people judge you because of that. Um, but you just got to do you. It's just, just fuck them. People, well, just, people yeah, will always
0: find something about you to judge. Like, yeah. You don't listen to death metal? Ah, oh, it's got those weird looking fucking shoes. Or like, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's always something that people will look at you and be like, "Uh," and that's just at the end of the day, it's that's a them problem, yeah, not a you problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of mosh pits, there is like some some fun things that metal has too. Like, um, in September, I was at a show. Uh, so there's another subgenre of of metal is like Viking metal or like pirate metal even where like oh bands, my are just, God. <laughs> yeah, bands are like totally themed around like vikings and all their lyrics are like about thor and raiding and and, and things like that and, and so this one band uh called amana marth uh, was was playing at the p e and like during one of their songs they sort of have this like crowd participation part where everybody's singing uh and in the mosh pit in the mosh pit people pretend to be like rowing a boat so everybody, <laughs> everybody will like sit down together and will be like in big rows. Oh my god! And it, it's awesome. And like, that's oh, so funny. I, yeah, like you can look up videos of it, and it's it's hilarious. To and see. are they like, like oh, yes,
0: oh, exactly, ah, right?
1: <laughs> like singing along, and like they're all like rowing in unison. And there's like huge crowds of people like the, on the mosh pit doing it. And then like the song kicks back in, and people like jump up again, and it's it's awesome
0: that's incredible
1: yeah do you, do you yeah.
0: think there's a, p- a place in the world that has like the biggest or most influence when it comes to death metal
1: so certain genres uh have like certain countries or, or places that have brought like the biggest influence of those of those subgenres so like Norway for example brought a ton of black metal um like and then in 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 Florida there was a bunch of like early death metal bands that came out of out of Florida and like one studio in particular as well um crazy the, florida yeah <laughs> <laughs> um the biggest like one of the biggest and like most famous festivals metal festivals is Wacken uh it's spelled Wacken like it's in Germany so um it's Wacken yeah Wacken and it's, it's, it's one of the biggest festivals like it sells out every year the day tickets are released released and german
0: death metal that's some scary shit right there
1: yeah because oh, yeah. german's
0: already a scary sounding language and then you just <laughs> add death metal to that
1: well the the, the festival attracts like international bands um but I'm sure there's, yeah, I'm sure there's German bands there as well.
0: Oh, definitely. And Russia, there's gotta be a following in Russia.
1: Yeah, dude, it's worldwide. It's it's worldwide. It's completely worldwide. There's it's such a underestimated
0: because you don't see it much in like anywhere like news, like trending music. It's normally no. it's like in the shadows, but it has a it's
1: it's there though, don't you yeah. worry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's um but that's kind of also the cool part about it is that it's it's underappreciated. It's it's like the underdog, and it's like people that are into it and people that are really into it band together so much and respect each other so much because they can appreciate this underappreciated art form. And it's it's one of like the best things about it is like you find this new band that you you personally really like, and even though they have like a hundred listens on Spotify it's it's awesome like it, you don't need you don't like in metal you don't need that that the views yeah the, the attention yeah to earn that like authority you can have your own opinion and you can seek out new bands and that that's kind of like even the thing now is like finding new and undiscovered bands um and then like once they get popular everybody hates them and it's <laughs> true
0: <so>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, like it's it, sorry go ahead
0: no, no. Continue.
1: I was gonna say, even Metallica, who's like one of the biggest bands to come out of like the early metal scene, is is hated on so much nowadays, just because they're like this big metal band that has mainstream attention and people go to their shows who like don't listen to any metal but can still appreciate them, and for some reason, lots of metalheads hate that, and they, and like they're they're kind of they're they're getting a little bit older, right, and like they're not they don't have, like the same energy and everything. Um, bed, but it's, I don't know. For me, it's like it's one of my favorite bands and they'll always be my favorite, and I, I don't care. I don't care what people think.
0: If if you were to live your dream, mm-hmm. imagine yourself in 15 or 10 years, yeah. what would that look like if you were living your dream?
1: Oh. At- Dude, like, I, I don't care if I'm living in a van if I'm totally broke. Like, music is such a big part of my life. If I could... If I have like the dream is just to be able to share this art form that I love so much with other people. Like it I would, would be lo- like
0: touring around, showing people. Like this that, is the dream.
1: Yeah. That would be amazing if I could travel the world and see the world while doing like while sharing this this art that you know like and sharing this like special experience and and thing that I love so much with, with other people and and having that like connection with people and it's like for me, music has just been something that I've always turned to. Like when I have trouble expressing a certain feeling or like, or, or talking to people, right? Like music has kind of been that thing that I rely on and something I communicate through. And I would like it, it as cheesy as it sounds, like I would think of it as like my life purpose, right? If I could, if I could accomplish something in it.
0: And then obviously you would have to have some nice guitars. So yes. what, what kind of guitars would you have?
1: Uh I mean, I mean, dude. To be completely honest with you, I am not a gearhead at all. Like, I can appreciate nice guitars. Um, if it, if it sounds good, I'll I'll play it.
0: What's your favorite? Like, you got to have one that you're like, "Fuck, I want that guitar."
1: I don't really, to be honest. I've never. I, I yeah, I've never. Um, been like obsessed with guitars. I would say I w- I'd love to just have like one of those uh, double neck guitars. It's where like one of it's it, you've seen pictures of like Slash playing them or something. Yeah, where, like uh, two
0: two necks coming out of the.
1: Yeah, they yeah. just look super cool. They're not even like used in metal very often at all. But I would just want to have one, <laughs> just because I could. It, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, well it's been super
0: fun having you on the podcast. Dude, thank pre- you so much. This has been I great. I appreciate you coming out and talking about death metal and metal and all kinds of stuff and giving a little eye opener to what the life is really like and it's not just about satan worship and smashing guitars you know there's actually a story to it and there's seems to be a culture and seems to be some love
1: thanks man yeah thanks for uh giving me the opportunity to 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 share my experiences and and shine some light on this uh on this music that i love thank you
0: So real quick, before we leave here, just I'm going to put them in the description, but just shout out like your Instagram and your your
1: wherever people can get your music or what have you. Yep. Yep. So my Instagram is Mike underscore Moonshooter. My music on Spotify is Moonshooter. Um, And you can find me on Bandcamp at Moonshooter Metal. Um, And my other band that I play in is Commandra. Uh, We're not on any major platform yet, but if you go to my my Instagram, you can find our band Instagram there. Um, and yeah, thank you so much, Graham. This has been awesome.
0: No problem, man. Have a good one, guys. Peace.
1: Cool.